0: Hey, hey, this is Tracy Austin with Mental Fitness Matters. This show is designed to provide people with tips, strategies, and solutions to improve your mental fitness. This is Mental Fitness Matters.
1: Hey, hey, this is Tracy Austin with the Mental Fitness Matters Show. Oh, only half of that is true. <laughs> this is Joe Del Monte. I'm here with Nakia James helping me with the show today. Tracy Alston is actually taking a vacation with family. So if you want to talk about mental fitness matters. Take a vacation. That's that's what matters. Um, So I'm here with Nakia. We're going to cover the show. We're going to talk about the positive impacts of using social media today. And if you're tuning in for the very first time, this is the Mental Fitness Matters show. This is a show designed to provide you guys tips, tricks, strategies, and solutions to improve your mental fitness. And today we have a pretty uh, heavy topic. I know uh, people have some pretty strong opinions about it, so we're going to try to do the best we can with it. We're going to talk about the positive and negative impacts of social media, of using social media. Um, this can go a lot of different directions. So uh, my friend Nikea here, who also is a producer on the show, she has some insight into this. I have some insight into this, and I think we all do have some opinions. So um, the hope is that we can maybe uncover some what we call truths, uh, some experiences, and may help you guys walk away with something to uh, to give you some positive feedback. Nakia, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm glad you're here because uh, Tracy's got some big shoes to <laughs> fill. So if it was just me, who knows what would happen right now. So Nakia's going to keep us on track and keep us on topic. So in talking about uh, using social media, Nakia and I, were were different people uh, in a lot of different ways. We're male, female, different race born at different times yet we both have experiences with social media and we can go a step further. I mean, my, you know, my grandmother's on social media, Mm -hmm. so it's, it's now encompassed really all generations. Um, Nakia, what's, what's your observation just as you've kind of grown up more so in social media than I have. I mean, I grew up at a time where, you know, we were on the phone, we had a long cord, that we had to stretch around three rooms of the house to talk privately and now there really <laughs> there really is no privacy. So, what what is your just kind of general take on the trend of social media, people using it, and you know what you've seen personally in your life, maybe society as think, it relates to the use of it?
0: I think social media is good. I, I think uh, you know it's really it's really good to use because you get to connect. But I think sometimes people overuse it or use it for the wrong things, hmm. or you know. You can, people are on social media telling their whole life step by step, hour Mm -hmm. by hour. And I think that's where you begin to use it wrong Mm. because it's just to connect with those people you've lost contact with. Yeah. Uh, It's the newest form of connection, I think. But as far as like my social media experience, because I I take a break Mm. and I noticed I had to do this in college. Okay. So, um, I took a break because I, I knew I was so engaged in mm-hmm. other people's lives, yes. like celebrities, not <laughs> even normal people, but like right. so engaged, putting so much time in it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I can be doing something else with this time. I can be, yes. I can be, you know, writing, reading, I can be doing whatever it is that helped them get to that next mm-hmm. step, mm-hmm. which makes them a celebrity, famous, or whatever. I can be doing, taking those steps, or I can be wasting times looking at those steps wow. that they've taken. Yeah. So, um, I just I just simply had to take a break and you know and it helps now the break that I took it helps now because mm-hmm. I I don't I'm not so connected to social media. So I go months without getting on social media and not checking wow. anything and wow. you know and mentally you feel better and yeah. I don't feel entangled or uh, oh let me check my Facebook. Let me yeah. check Instagram or yeah. you know I, yeah. If you want to reach me, you have my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Old
1: school, right? Pick yeah. up the phone, people. Right? Yeah. That. So you dropped a lot of a lot of gems there, Nike. A couple of things that you said was, and I think this is kind of the overarching theme: social media was made for communication. My take on it is, and I, you know, my experience not to go down a rabbit trail there, but you know, I got baited into using social media by family members saying, mm-hmm. "Hey." you need to jump on here because so-and-so is on here. And they were telling me this for years and I, I hadn't seen so-and-so and friends I grew up with and people and they got kids now and you got to see them and this, that, and the other thing. Finally, I just you know took the bait and I jumped on. Mm-hmm. And initially it was innocent. And then it turned into this thing. It was just like I couldn't stand in line anywhere without pulling my phone out of my pocket and scrolling to look through people's lives. And it, it just went down a path that it was just, like you said, not productive. So I look at it now like it's a it's a means of communication my feeling is that it's kind of become the main tool of communication where it the original intention or at least my hope or belief that the original intention was that it was going to be a value add to the way that we already communicate mhm god made us with with ears and a mouth to be around people to talk to people to listen right right if we didn't it, he could have just made us with thumbs and eyeballs in today's world. So I feel like it's gone past the point of just being a way to communicate. And it's it's almost becoming the way to communicate. Correct. And that's where I think it can have some positive, some possibly negative effects in society. So let's let's talk about a couple of positive impacts to use social media, because uh, we want to, you know, kind of keep this, uh, centered and balanced. There's some good uses for this. It's just like exercise guys. If you're, you can over-exercise to the point where your body is starting to atrophy. I mean, you can, you can go too extreme with anything that's good. So talk about positive impacts of using social media. Uh, one of the ways uh, that I think it's positive, um, is that it creates a, a digital footprint for search results. And this could be, you know, for your resume and reputation. Mm -hmm. Right. If you're trying to get on a career path and you're trying to create uh, free advertisement for yourself, you know, free promotion for yourself. Employers now all look at social media pages. Right. Um, So if you're posting stuff that you wouldn't want your boss to see, you probably shouldn't be posting that stuff. Um, The other thing it does is it it allows you to meet and follow mentors. So, Nike, you mentioned, you know, following uh, celebrities. Maybe you could say some of those people could be a mentor or not. We can argue which Mm -hmm. one should and shouldn't be. But um, it's a way for us to get maybe access to people that are putting out hopefully positive content.
0: Yeah, but you have to be careful, too, because, you you know, Mm -hmm. you still have to be careful because you can get so wrapped up into it and, you know, you lose touch with yourself. You know what I mean?
1: Yes. Definitely know what you mean. Yeah.
0: So my break, I Mm. feel more in touch with myself or, you know, I I identify with myself better now than I did when I was, you know, heavily using social media. So
1: Why do you think that is? Why do you think all of a sudden that you're taking a break or off social media that you sounds like you have more clarity as to who you are as a person just without anything around you? Why do you think that? That is, shouldn't we be on social media reflecting who we are? Or do you think that that's hard to do? Where does that come from?
0: Um, <clears throat> I guess for me, it it made me like a better communicator. Like you mm. said, uh, you mentioned earlier, you'd be in line and you take out your mm-hmm. phone. Now <laughs> I can just sit there, and if I feel awkward and weird, I'm okay with that. Be bored, yeah, It's I okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to pull out my phone just to, you know, keep other people from talking to me or. Yeah. Not wanting to engage in conversations. I think um, so. The, one of the negative impacts, I know we're moving towards positive, one of the negative impacts is simply people not being able to communicate mm. now
1: Big in time. person,
0: face-to-face. And it's just like when you go to interviews, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to interview over a phone or mm-hmm. text, email. Yep. Social media, you know, you're going to have to go and present yourself, market Mm -hmm. yourself and sell yourself.
1: Absolutely. That's huge. And I think that's a huge lesson. I mean, I see this in a lot of younger, the younger generation today, you know, before this whole lockdown thing would be out at a restaurant and we'd see a table full of young people and every single one of them is on their phone. mm -hmm. And it's like, you're with the people you want to be with already. Why are you still communicating third person through an app Mm. while you're all sitting there ordering nachos (laughs) it doesn't make sense i mean and maybe i'm kind of old school but i think what ends up happening is and i see this with a lot of the young people today and not everybody so don't don't get on me that i'm hammering another generation because that's what people like to do but i see this in a lot of people today i nobody makes eye contact anymore right they have a hard time talking face-to-face, squaring up their shoulders to somebody, shaking hands without looking at their toes. Um, I mean, in my day growing up, if I had a crush on a girl, I had to call the house, <laughs> and I had to go through Pops, <laughs> who was answering the phone, yeah. and I had to get through him to get to his daughter to say, hey, Mr. Jones, I was wondering if so-and-so was, and it was like this like horrible If any guys remember that, it's the worst. You never want to do that. So um, nowadays, you know, you don't have to do any of that. Right. Until you get on that, like you said, that job interview, and now all of a sudden you're sitting in front of somebody with a suit, Mm -hmm. and your whole time you've been communicating via apps and likes and this, that, and the other thing, and you got to sit there and impress and sell yourself, and you're not conditioned and trained to do that. Right. So, you know, um, we're going to go ahead and uh, move into a break here, and uh, when we come back, We're going to continue the conversation talking about the positive and negative effects of social media. We want this to be a positive show to give you guys some tips and tricks you can walk away with to feel healthier, to feel better, and to have better mental fitness. You're listening to the Mental Fitness Matters Show. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Mental Fitness Matters Show. That's my hey, hey, in honor of Tracy Alston, who is on a little break, a little vacation. I'm Joe Del Monte here with Nikea James. We're covering the show for today, and we have a a pretty uh, strong topic. We're talking about the positive and negative impacts of using social media. And so when we, uh, before the break, we were just talking about uh, some of the, some of our personal experiences with using it, uh, maybe abusing it. And then kind of some of uh, Nakia was going into some of the negative uh, feelings that she's had using it. And when she has a break, how all of a sudden she becomes a little bit more clear on who she is. So if you're just tuning in, um this is we're gonna go into some what I feel are, are some really important uh studies that have been done to highlight maybe some of the the major negative impacts of social media. We could talk about, you know, people having trouble communicating and eye contact and those kinds of things. But let's talk about maybe stuff that's a little bit heavier. Um, there's a study at the University of Pennsylvania found that high usage of Facebook, Snapchat, and Instagram increases rather than decreases feelings of loneliness. Okay, so I'll say that again. When you use Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat regularly in high volumes, high amounts, it actually can increase your feelings of loneliness. How ironic is that Nikea? That you could be around, a, I got 5,000 friends on Facebook, but why do I feel lonely? What do you think that's about?
0: I think it's a... Um you uh, not knowing yourself mm-hmm. because you know, you'll post a picture on uh, Facebook if it doesn't do as many likes as you would like. And,
1: <laughs> <Ooh>.
0: <laughs> and you know, and you get 10 likes and you want it, I don't know, 50. You want go back, oh, maybe I should delete this. Touch maybe that picture like, up a yeah. little bit,
1: put a filter on it, yeah. put a better quote on it.
0: And as long, yeah. it, it, it may, I think it makes you feel um, lonely because you're engaging, yes. Mm-hmm. But you're not feeling anyone's energy. You can't feel wow. any energy over the phone or mm. on
1: a screen. You don't feel any energy when someone clicks like, right? No. Like when I go from ten likes to twenty likes, am I a hundred percent more liked?
0: Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, okay, you know, your friends, they hit the just the like button, they hit the love <laughs> button. You know? It's like Or you okay. expect
1: a comment like <laughs> Uh, you know show me some love here and all you did was hit the lazy old like button anybody could do that but
0: does that mean Mm. anything you know does it Mm.
1: my question is you know if we were walking around i was asking myself when i was on social media like are the things that i would post on here the things that i would like are these things that i would publicly display Mm. you know what i mean and in in people that put really really like if i just happen to talk to a friend would he be so concerned with telling me what he just ate for lunch
0: Never, right like
1: i don't care (laughs) you don't care to tell me that but why do you need to take a picture of it and post it right you know what i mean so i don't know why it's like we get on this platform and instead of being our authentic selves we sort of feel this pressure to live life through maybe a filter Mm -hmm. right Uh, i heard it said one way and i'm I'm not going to say it the right way but we present our highlights and it's a highlight reel, right. but we don't present any of the the lowlights or the truth, you know, things that are like, you know, are or, really going on in life. Or even whenever you're going
0: through uh, a depressing time, you mm-hmm. would never post it. You know what I mean? Like you about mm-hmm. would never post that on social media. And then mm-hmm. if you see someone crying... And they post a picture. Mm-hmm. Are you really, you know, yeah, and, oh, it's right.
1: weird. Especially when they post for their yeah. pose, like, oh, come <laughs> on. <laughs> so here's another one. Um, anxiety and depression. So uh, we talked about this in IKEA. People need face-to-face interaction and eye contact. I mean, if there's something energetic about it, it. And, you know, one of the things that's just gotten to me over the past number of months is walking around and not being able to see people smile. Mm-hmm. I got some opinions about that, but I'm not going to say it on this show because that'll be the last time I'm on. But, you know, I can't see you smile anymore. You know what I mean? I can't. I don't know if you're smiling at me or you're looking at me funny. What is it? You know, and so people, people need that. And the more that you prioritize social media as a means to interact, the more susceptible you are to mood disorders. So using, so, you know, what we take away from that is use social media as a complement to personal interaction, not a replacement of. Mm-hmm. We, quarter, we, we sort of mentioned that. So why do you think Nikea, um, I think we, we sort of inherently are getting this. We're talking about this, but why is it that when I go on social media and all my friends are there, why am I more likely to go down a path of anxiety and depression or mood disorders? what can we put our finger on or what's been your experience that caused you to to notice a big difference from when you're on it from when you're off it
0: um i i think it's uh, like you know kind of like like i said you you get so engaged in other people's lives and you're mm. not sitting down figuring out your own life it's mm. just like you know you can't identify with your own thoughts
1: mm-hmm.
0: reading or looking at someone else's posts yeah, And like, you can't, you can never make up your own quotes because you're always taking someone else's, you uh, wow. know what I mean? Wow. So it's like, okay, you know, you want to believe this, you mm-hmm. see a meme and like, oh yeah, my life is totally that and yeah. this, that and the third, but is it really? <laughs> Do you really act like that? Right. You know, it's just like, okay, you're mm-hmm. identifying with something that you may not even know, mm-hmm. you know, you just think it sounds cool, mm-hmm. you know?
1: I think the ultimate is I've when I was on I'm not on social media anymore in case you couldn't tell (laughs) but uh, when I was on it at one point I had friends quote unquote friends on social media I wish they would change that term because I had people I called friends on social media and when I saw them out I didn't talk to them personally because I felt like I didn't know them enough Right? what is that I mean we're friends on social media we can come (laughs) on each other's pages I see pictures of your kids you see pictures of my family and blah 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 but then I'm i'm six feet away from you and i can't go up and shake your hand and say hey what's going on man and part of me didn't even remember your name right i remember your picture because mm-hmm. i remember I see all your profile pictures so there's something about that you know the the other major issues and we're going to get into maybe some tips here real quick before we, we wrap up is you know there's obviously cyberbullying that goes on um you know there's there's uh this fear of missing out And that comes from the endless scrolling experience, you know, where that thumb just flicks that Mm -hmm. page forward, 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 forward. It never comes to an end. And when you're standing in line and you feel like, man, an hour has gone by before I checked, there must be something going on. I don't want to miss it. Right. And nowadays, with all the fear mongering we have out there and all just the division and stuff like that, what you're missing, you probably don't want to catch anyway. So let's talk about uh before as we're we're kind of coming to uh the close of the show here, what are some ways that we can take something that could be a compliment in our life, like social media? How can we use that and get the positive out of it but not bring it to a point where it becomes detrimental in our life? Have you found a way to do that? Is it taking a break? Is it something beyond that
0: My experience is um taking a break, and if you if I post something on social media, mm-hmm. you know I might get on social media that day, but the mm-hmm. next day I don't even I don't care, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And um, but the best thing the the best thing that helped me was just simply taking a break,
1: mm-hmm. it,
0: two days, a week. Figure out something that yeah you like to do other than use your thumb to go through your timeline.
1: Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Absolutely.
0: And then you're not missing anything.
1: Mm-hmm. You're
0: not missing anything important. And then it's just mm-hmm. sitting. To me, it's just simply sitting down, being present, being present with your family, wow. your dad, yes. you know, or your mom, yes. your sisters, because yes. you're not you're spending time, but you're mm-hmm. not spending time. You're you know, there, you're not
1: physically, but nothing else. Yeah, you're yeah.
0: you're not there mentally. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: even if you wanted to have a real conversation with someone,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you, you're on your
1: phone. You're, you're living through a filter. Uh, Um, I had a conversation with somebody uh, a while back and we were talking about why some of our memories were so vivid at certain phases of our lives. And then, you know, as we've kind of gotten older, things get real muddy Mm -hmm. and they shouldn't because they were less far back in time. And we mentioned, we talked about it and it was like social media Mm -hmm. because before the phone was in our pocket. When we were on a vacation or when we were with family, we were engaged. We were watching people's mouths move when they talk and their eyes moving in their body language. And we were present with them. We could tell what kind of shirt they were wearing. Nowadays, it's you live behind a phone that's taking a picture that you're posting the next second. Mm -hmm. And so you spend five minutes creating this like static still image of what's going on in your life and posting it, putting the perfect filter and caption on it. And you missed that wonderful moment that your friend was saying something funny. You didn't even catch it. Mm-hmm. Or and your dad was smiling bad. at you, just <laughs> looking at you like, I love my daughter, you know, those kinds of things. So um, I love that. Take a break. Mm-hmm. Take a break. And in, at first it's going to be hard because there's addictive properties to social media. And by the way, Google for yourself, the people in, in San Francisco and the tech companies that develop this stuff, they don't let their children use it. That's all I'm going to say about that. Read up on it as to why that is. They know how addictive it is, okay? so But take a break. The second thing I would maybe throw out as a tip is, you know, pick friends on your – don't look at numbers. Don't look at counts. Mm -hmm. Like, I have 4,000 friends. I'm better than when I was 3,000 friends. What if you only had 10 friends on social media, but there were the 10 people that were your real friends in real life? Mm -hmm. Use it as a compliment, not as this way to gather – fan club mm-hmm. um do you have any other any other tips any other things that have worked for you as far as you know just being able to create balance with it
0: um balance mm. um i just simply take them off my phone take all the apps off my phone or even if i if i get on i Go have to go through my mm-hmm. web. I mean, I got to mm-hmm. put my password, my email in. And then <laughs> once you get there and get ready to do it, it's just like, okay, over no, I don't
1: feel like you're over it. <laughs> right. You're over or if you it.
0: can't really remember your password. So you're off it anyway. <laughs>
1: That's right. That's right. Well, guys, this has been the mental fitness matter show. We, uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Tracy will be back next week at eight 30. What I would remind you guys to do is use social media as a compliment. To the, to the true relationships in your life and what you're putting on social media. Make sure that's a true reflection of your authentic self. What I would say is going out is what Tracy always says, is go out there and shine bright like the stars that you are. And we will be back next Thursday.